Welcome to the Thorn City Syndicate Spotlight Show. In this episode, Mac Pritchard. Today, we're diving into Mac's career, touching on his journey in communications, nonprofits, government, politics, and podcasting. He started in communications, where he championed meaningful causes. His journey then ventured into government and politics, mastering policy, perception, and strategy. Mac's commitment to effective communication led to Pritchard Communications, amplifying voices for community change. Then the podcasting world surface, leading Mac on a new journey with his Find Your Dream Job podcast, offering career insights to countless individuals. So join us today as we explore how Mac's diverse experiences shape the entrepreneur and podcast host he is today. Thorn City Podcast Guy, let's go. So yeah, we're back at it again. Welcome to the Thorn City Syndicate Spotlight Show, where we network and build connections through interviews and discussions. This episode is brought to you by GMP Podcast Group. I'm your host, Thorn City Podcast Guy. Make sure you visit thorncitysyndicate.com. Make sure you hit the like, share, subscribe button to be the first to know about new releases, bonus episodes, and exciting updates. Today, I got a special guest in the spotlight, Mac Pritchard, host of the Find Your Dream Job podcast. He's also the CEO of Max List. Welcome, Mac. How you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, me and Mac, we met back in April at the pod conference. Um, it was a good event. I had fun. That was my first, first like podcasting meetup type event, um, thing for me. So it was good to experience it. It was well done. Pat did a good job. Yeah. The, you, you mentioned Pat, the organizer, Pat Chung. Uh, it was, it was really a fun event. There were, I think almost a hundred people there just from the Portland metro area. Yeah. So that was good. A lot of podcasters. Yeah. You're surprised. So today we're going to talk about Mac's journey to entrepreneurship from communications and nonprofits and government and politics, and then the founding of the Pritchard Communications. So what what led you into podcasting and um, the host of Find Your Dream Job podcast? My career has been in communications. I worked as a communications director or spokesperson for elected officials, nonprofits, government agencies. So I've always been comfortable behind a mic and I've always enjoyed writing. about uh, 15 years ago, I started my own public relations company, uh, and I recently closed it, actually, in December, uh, because I was running another business, the regional job board you mentioned, maxlist.org, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to simplify my life. So I had a good run uh, with a public relations firm, Pritchard Communications, but and I've had a great career, but along the way, I had two long periods of unemployment. Mm. I cashed the last unemployment check once. It takes 30 weeks to do that. Mm-hmm. And I continued to look for work for some time after that. And and then I, that happened in my 20s. And in my 30s, I had another long period of unemployment. I came within one check of cashing <laughs> the check again. So it took me, I'm a slow learner. Yeah. And it took me a while to, to understand that you got to get good at job search skills mm. and you have to not only stay in touch with your professional network, you got to serve your network. Mm-hmm. My way of doing that was to share job postings. Gotcha. And that led to me, uh, I did that informally for many years before starting the job board that we have 
at the center of maxlist.org. But I also understand you can't just uh, find job postings. You got to get good at job search skills, and the mm-hmm. podcast helps us uh, serve our community and and help people learn how to to look for work. Nice, that's pretty cool. Um, so, what are some key experiences and lessons you learned in communications that helped you in podcasting? Know your audience. Know who you're you're serving. Uh, get crystal clear about that. I can describe for you the typical listener of our podcast. It took me some time to figure that out, but we did. Uh, I think the other, another important lesson, Naeem, is to you got to be clear about what makes you different, mm-hmm. and you got to do something that nobody else does. And mm-hmm. what we do on our podcast is we focus on the nuts and bolts of job search, mm-hmm. and we get really granular about it, uh, and uh, we break it down. And our listeners find that to be really helpful. Um, and then I think that uh, another lesson I've learned, and I've been hosting the show now for eight years, it's a weekly career advice show, is you got to be uh, really clear about the guests that you want. Who do you want to be on your show? And it's taken me, again, some time to figure this out. But what we do is we look for people who work directly with job seekers. They can be career coaches, uh, resume writers. Maybe they work at a state employment office or a university or college career service office. But they're in the business of helping uh, candidates understand their challenges and giving them the advice and the resources they need to overcome those challenges. Mm-hmm. So on our show, we don't talk about our guests' personal journeys, their own stories. Those things are important, and mm-hmm. we we honor and respect them. But it's the expertise that our guests have uh, that comes from working with candidates that we want to tap into. And people who do this for a living and are excited and passionate about it, they just uh, they make the best guests. Mm-hmm. Nice. So yeah, that's that's definitely um, something I'm I'm working on is trying to get the right guests. And the show is all about networking and former strategic alliances. So you hit it right on the head. It's really all about getting the perfect guest um, who can bring value to your audience. So your background, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, No, no, please go ahead. I was going to say, so did your background in public relations influence your, influence you in finding and growing the Pritchard communications? It did. I always enjoyed writing when I was in school, in high school and college. And it was something I, I, Gave me energy, and I and with practice, I got better and better at. And uh, it was one of the reasons why I chose public relations as as a profession. Hmm. Uh, uh, another reason was I wanted to make a difference on issues I that I care about or in the community where I live and work. And as a communicator, I could work at organizations that were doing that kind of work, and I could help the people I served uh, tell their stories. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did when I was an employee in government or at nonprofits Mm -hmm. uh, or working for elected officials. And that's what I did when I ran my agency for for 15 years. I had a uh, team of uh, at at times between four and eight people. And and we love to help our clients um, accomplish what it is they were doing uh, by telling their stories better. And in a in the most persuasive. Nice, nice. So, what inspired you to start the Max List, and how did it evolve into a certified B corporation? 
And what, what exactly is a B Corporation? A, a benefit corporation, though, or B Corp for, for short, is an organization that manages for the triple bottom line. So it's mm. profit matters. You got to have profit to pay great salaries and provide excellent benefits. But benefit corporations also pay attention to environmental impact and community impact. So those are the three bottom lines. There's an organization in Pennsylvania, it's called B Labs, and uh, it certifies um, benefit corporations, uh, not only in the United States, but around the world. And when you are a B Corp, you've got to um, open the books on your business processes, and B Lab uh, takes you through what's called a certification process. And it, they document that you're doing things as a business that are supporting those those triple bottom lines. And uh, I, 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 I made uh, both Pritchard Communications um, and MaxList B Corps, again, because of this commitment I've had in my career to try to make a difference about issues I care about and or make a difference in the community where I live and work. And being a B Corp uh, helps us uh, contribute in that direction. It's also good for a business. It, mm. uh, people are attracted to B Corps because they are mission-driven organizations. Mm -hmm. And so that's helped with recruitment, and it's also helped with retention. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. Nice. That's cool, man. It's always good to give back. Um, something we've been doing over here is we've been doing some youth podcast workshops. So it's nice to give back to the youth and see if we can hone in on some, some up-and-coming podcasters. That's terrific. So we're going to take a break here. We're going to get a message from our sponsor, GMP Podcast Group who lets me use this lovely studio here. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the Mac list and the role it plays in the Pacific Northwest job market. Discover GMP Podcast Group Studios, located at 2406 East Burnside Street in Portland, Oregon, offering a range of podcasting packages to suit your needs, starting at just $49 per hour for your basic setup, featuring a Rodecaster Pro audio console, and SM7B microphones, as well as options complete with camera operator and audio engineer expertise. Elevate your podcasting with multi-camera recording, plus we capture behind-the-scenes shots within the studio. Visit us at www.gmppodcastgroup.com and let GMP Podcast Studios be where your podcasting journey begins. Has this thing there was this thing exists. Don't wait one hour, baby. Just my lint on the history in the making from the making of this. Arr, I guess it's welcome back to these words. So I'm a co well like welcome back words for Hey, welcome back to the Thorn City Syndicate Spotlight Show. I'm your host, Thorn City Podcast Guy. We got Mac in here with us. Appreciate you joining me. That was a little tunes from my artist. I managed Third Twin from his unreleased project, History in the Making. That's kind of how I got started. And, and it rolled into podcasting. I was helping helping a buddy of mine um, get back and do some music. And then my business partner, we worked on a music video for the artists. And then when COVID hit, we had to, um, he called me. Because the music stuff stopped, We you know, stuff was closed. So he said, maybe we should get into podcasting. So we've been doing this here uh, a little over three years now. So after help after three plus years helping other people start podcasts, figure it was only right that I start my own podcast, which is the Spotlight Show. And so we spotlight businesses, brands, 
podcasters and, you know, really anybody with something going on that's positive with something to share that I help my listeners and other entrepreneurs out on their journey. So it's really all about the power of networking and forming those strategic alliances. Sounds like um, kind of a little bit what you do with the Mac list. There are a lot of parallels. A little bit. And yeah. And, and you asked in the first segment about how I came to start Mac's list. And I mentioned, I touched on this. I had those periods of unemployment, first in my 20s and then once in my 30s. And then I was working here in Oregon down in state government for uh, about seven years. And then I got a job in at Portland State. And I've always, I'd always lived in Portland but had commuted to the capital, but I wanted to stay in touch with my colleagues in Oregon State Government. And the way I, I did that was by sharing job postings. And all of us get a, an occasional posting from a, a friend or, or a coworker, maybe with a note that says, hey, we're hiring over here, I'm, or I'm getting a new boss, send good people my way. Um, I got a, maybe one or two more than most, but what I did uh, was turn it into a list. And I would send these postings to uh, former coworkers and nobody complains about hearing about job opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so it was a way for me to stay in touch with my network. It was also a way of being of service to my colleagues and, and friends and people in my network because good networkers not only ask for help, uh, they also give to others, and they do so without any expectation of getting anything in return. So I, I did that for a number of years, almost a decade. Uh, and and I by that, after almost 10 years, that list that I'd started with a few dozen names had grown to almost 1,000. Uh, and I was paying somebody in my public relations firm, which I'd, I'd started, um, to, to send out these postings, that's when I turned it into a job board and a business. And mm. I I didn't know that people would charge or would pay for the postings rather uh, to post on our site, but they did because what we were doing is a lot like what you're doing, mm. which is serving our community. Mm -hmm. And we were connecting people and we were networking in a strategic way. And Unconsciously, uh, what we did is what often happens in hiring, which is we were providing, uh, making connections and providing referrals by getting job postings from people in one part of my network in front of another part of my network. And I know uh, you and anybody who's listening, when you your organization is hiring, you always pay attention to suggestions or referrals you get from people you know, like, and trust. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, uh, that's not going to get somebody a job, but it can get them a second look at their resume, uh, maybe a, an informal conversation. And that's a, uh, a lot of what Max West bear, that whole... Nice. Yeah, they say it's, a, it's not about who you know sometimes. It's not about what you know, but who you know sometimes. And that could play it. Yeah pivotal role in helping people out. So what, and, and, no, and, go ahead. and the good news, forgive me for interrupting you, you can create those connections and referrals. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have gone to, uh, in the school with somebody since you were a kid. Yeah. Uh, but, but again, it's a, like any job search skill, you can learn how to make connections. Nice. Yep. 
So what role does the MAC list play in the Pacific Northwest job market, and how does it benefit both job seekers and employers? We serve employers and job seekers in Oregon and Washington. Those are the two states where we focus. And we, uh, the majority of our positions are, are professional jobs, but we do get uh, jobs in the hospitality and leisure industry as well. Um, and we, the sectors that are most popular on our site are government, nonprofits, mm-hmm. technology, marketing and communications, and healthcare. Uh, we don't have the largest number of, of jobs. Uh, I mean, we're, we, just, we don't have the volume, say, of an Indeed or a LinkedIn. But these are, but the quality of the jobs is high. Yeah. And they are local and uh, they tend to be smaller and medium sized employers. Uh, they're likely people you, you may know or pass <laughs> with. Nice. Yeah. Sometimes it's the quality, not the quantity. So give me a. It is. Yeah, particularly when you're hiring, um, if you post on a national site, and these are fine platforms, you will get a large number of applications and maybe from all across the country. And if you're not trying to fill a remote position, it takes time and and effort to sort through out-of-state applications. Uh, And employers who post with us say they get fewer applications, but they're the right applications. And they don't have to go through dozens of of resumes to, to find the people that want to figure it out. Yeah, that makes sense. Can you share any examples of how the Max List has made a positive impact on some of the job seekers or employers in the region? A couple of ideas come to mind. First, every month we share a job search success story, we call it. Uh, it's a reader of Max List who uh, found a job either through our job board or by using the ideas that we share in the what we call the learn section of our website, where you'll find free job search advice. And it's uh, it's always uh, uh, exciting to, 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 to have readers contact us about these stories and, and share those stories. And um, we do it once a month. I think we've been doing, we've published almost 200 jobs mm-hmm. and success stories. Mm-hmm. And those, those are the ones we know about. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but it's, it's uh, and obviously it's the person who got the job, uh, but it's it's very gratifying to have helped provide some resources, whether it's a job posting or ideas about how to look for work that's helped someone get a uh, position they're excited about. And with employers, what we hear is uh, that they get a, the quality of the candidates they uh, they find through our site is is above average. Uh, and that's gratifying too, because when uh, em- uh, employers find people who are excited to be there mm-hmm. and are thriving, that's a good thing for both the uh, the organization and for uh, the job seeker. Yeah, I always wasn't too keen on the whole job search process and searching for jobs and fill applications and going doing interviews. I was actually pretty good at it, but I didn't like the process. So it sounds like you're you're cutting out some of that hard work, get straight to the meat and potatoes. There's there are a lot of challenges there, um, and with the hiring process, and we tr- our mission is to make hiring more human and help people find work that matters. Uh, one of the ways that we do that is we provide not only lots of content on our website about how to look for work, but we also provide 
information about how to hire smarter. As I mentioned, many of our employers are smaller organizations. They have fewer than 25 employees. And usually you don't get a recruiter or an HR person on your staff until you have 25, 30 or, or, or more workers. So many of the smaller employers who post with us, that person hasn't been trained in how to uh, write a posting or manage a hiring process. And because they don't have that background, sometimes they make mistakes that can lead to frustration and misunderstanding in the hiring process. Yes. Nice. Okay. So we're going to take another break here and get a message from our other sponsor, Thorn City Syndicate Management. If you listen to this episode and you haven't checked out episode one, go check it out. That's where you get the backstory of how it all started, how I became a podcaster, the Thorn City Podcast Guy. When we come back, we're going to talk about your find your dream your job find your dream job podcast and your thoughts on the process of launching and marketing podcasts. So we'll be right back. Introducing Thorn City Syndicate Management, your solution for brand management, social media promotions, digital content distribution, and podcast production. From shaping engaging content that resonates with your audience to amplifying your brand's reach through podcasting. We're your partners in driving success. We offer free strategy sessions and leverage our recording studio and personalized strategies to establish an online presence. Your brand's journey to the top starts with Thorne City Syndicate Management, where innovation meets results. Contact us now at www.thornecitysyndicate.com to embark on the future path of transforming your brand's future. Lyricistic sense, you don't wait one time, baby. Genesis might win on the history in the making from the making of fist. Arr, I guess it's welcome back to these words. So I'm a co well, like, welcome back words for sure. Welcome back to the Spotlight Show. Got Mac Pritchard in the building. Um, find your dream job podcast. Been this seems like it's been a great success. What motivated you to start it, and what topics do you usually cover on the show? I was inspired to start the show because I I knew that people learn in different ways, and so we had a a website at Max List with lots of articles about how to look for work and how to hire smarter. We'd done uh, two books, one about how to look for work in Portland, and another about how to look for work anywhere. Some people like to read books. Some people like to look at blogs. Well, other people like to learn by listening, and the podcast was a way to to serve them. Uh, it's also an opportunity for us to connect with experts not only in Oregon and Washington, but uh, across the U.S. and even uh, around the world, and to bring that expertise uh, outside the Pacific Northwest to our our community here, but also to highlight the expertise. Uh, in job search, um, that it, right here in our in, in Oregon, Washington, and, and share that with a our national and even our global audience. Nice. So, what kind of advice can listeners expect in your some of your episodes? As practical as possible, we try to make it as actionable as as we can. Again, we don't talk about our guest stories. It's about the knowledge that they've uh, uh, learned. Uh, working directly with job seekers. And if they're on the coaching side, um, you know, again, they're coaches or resume writers, but we do have recruiters and hiring managers too on the show. And while they don't get paid to, to help job seekers, they get insights into what 
works and doesn't work when people are applying for positions or interviewing. And that it's like uh, seeing behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. And so we keep the show short. It's a two 10 minute segments. The entire length of the program is, is 25 minutes. And we, uh, uh, we publish every week, a uh, new episode every Wednesday. We've been doing it now since uh, 2015 and we've been very gratified by the, um, by the, the reception we've gotten with the show's been downloaded more than 3.8 million times. And we typically see about 70,000 downloads a month. Wow. Ten, uh, 90% of our downloads are outside of Oregon and Washington and 25% are outside the U S largely in English speaking countries, Canada, the UK, Australia, uh, because the advice that works here, it also works in New York or London mm-hmm. or Toronto. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, you know, the principles are, are universal. Yep. So with your experience in podcasting, are you have any tips you can offer for those looking to start or improve on their podcasts? Be clear about what makes you different, and it might take you some time to figure that out. Uh, understand that it's not a life sentence. It's okay to do a maybe a, a limited series mm. um, that supports specific goals that you've set for your show or for using your show as a marketing strategy that supports the organization's strategy. You don't have to do a weekly show forever. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe only you have to do, depending on your goals and the outcomes you've identified, uh, a limited series of five or 10 or 15 shows. Yeah. Uh, and I think whatever you choose to do, tell others how you're going to approach it and then be consistent. Always show up on time. Uh, and it, I was, uh, and also recognize it like any skill, podcasting takes time and practice. Your, your first episodes will, may not be your best, <laughs> but you just got to. Just got to do it. You, yeah. Get behind the mic yeah. and start talking. I, I took a class on podcasting when I was starting. One of the instructors said, uh, we all have a certain amount of bad radio inside us and we just got to get it out. Uh, so don't and just recognize that's part of the journey. Yeah. So I'll see your book back there, land your dream job in Portland. Does that in correlation with the actual podcast? It's, it's part of what we do at max list, which is provide uh, job search skills, uh, or materials about job, how to learn the best job search skills. And we did the book some years ago. Um, you can find it at Powell's actually. Nice. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> And uh, we also uh, donated copies uh, to libraries uh, across Oregon. Nice. Yeah. So what are some of the resources that are available on, on MaxList? Well, we've talked about the podcast. And you, again, you can, you'll can you find weekly advice from career experts here in the Northwest or across the U.S. and, and outside around the globe. Um, we have a job board. There are usually four or 500 jobs every month. Uh, mostly positions in Oregon and Washington. We have what we call the learn section of the website at maxlist.org with articles and free online courses about how to to interview better, how to uh, write your resume, uh, how to use social media when you look for work, many, many different topics. And if you're an employer, uh, we do have a special section of our website with articles about how to hire smarter. and we're hope that our, before the pandemic, we regularly did a public events 
usually four to five times a year in the Portland area. And we're hoping to return to those uh, in 2024. Nice. Well, Mac, I sure appreciate you joining me. So just to recap a little bit, we had the privilege of chatting with Mac Pritchard, the founder and CEO of Maxless and the host of Find Your Dream Job podcast. He shared us a little journey about his career, the Maxless Job Board, Career Hub in Pacific Northwest. We also discussed his book and some resources available there. Can you share any insights and trends into the emerging opportunities in the world of podcasting? I think it's going to keep growing. Uh, it is, I think these are the early days of podcasting. I know the the medium uh, really sees its roots as about 20 years ago, but uh, I think we're just getting started. Um, I think for independent podcasters like us, there are going to be more opportunities to both grow our audiences and to monetize our shows. I know you and I talked offline about what's called dynamic ad insertion, the uh, the ability to use software to to uh, drop ads into your not only your current and upcoming shows, but your whole back catalog. Mm. And I think that's going to make it possible for independent shows like ours to cap into new sources of revenue. And with with more res- money available to us, we're going to be able to do better and bigger things. Mm. And that that's exciting. Nice. Well, once again, I appreciate you sharing your stories and insights. Where can people find you? Visit me on LinkedIn. Connect me with me there. And be sure to mention that you heard me on your show, uh, Aim. And you can also uh, visit our website, maxlist.org. And you can find our podcast, Find Your Dream Job, wherever you get your podcasts, or uh, go to maxlist.org slash podcasts. Nice. And once again, I'd like to encourage our listeners to explore their passions, embrace innovation, and pursue entrepreneurship in your own unique way. Thanks for joining us. Explore the power of networking and find inspiration by following me at Thorn City Podcast Guy for updates, exclusive behind-the-scenes content, and join the conversation today. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes of Thorn City Syndicate Spotlight Show as we continue to highlight individuals, business, brands, and podcasters. Another episode in the books. It's Thorn City Podcast Guy. Holla at your boy. What man? What power? I appreciate y'all tuning in to another episode of the Thorn City Syndicate Spotlight Show, where we network and build connections, interviews, and discussions. Until next time, I like your boy, Thorn City Podcast Guy. I'm out. You remind me of a man.